everyone, and welcome back to the podcast 4.0 in Life with me, your host, Dina, on this beautiful Sunday or whatever day you are tuning in. Make sure if it's the first time you're listening in and you're like, mm, I love this podcast, which I know you will, subscribe, follow, whatever the platform suggests you do. This way, every Sunday at 12 noon, a brand new episode alerts you on your phone to tune in, listen, and don't forget to rate and review. All right, so we're back this week. What did we do? We celebrated my daughter's first birthday. We had a family party yesterday. And today is my relaxation day. You got that? Today is my relaxation day. Even though I have to play catch up and do all the laundry today, um, I thought about getting up a little bit earlier and doing the laundry yesterday, but I decided actually not to. So we're just playing catch up. No big deal. No big deal. Um, sad news here in New Jersey. The weather was finally on the uptick, right? We were like, we were in the forties, which is still chilly, but it's like a lighter jacket, you know, maybe some like cute ballet flats, expose the ankles, if you will. And as of yesterday, we plummeted back and we're heading back towards the thirties, possible snow later today, like a mixture um, down to the twenties again tonight. I'm, you know, I listen, it's spring and I totally know it's still March and we very much can have more snow, but I feel like as we encroach closer to April, you need to knock that off. Like spring's here, winter, you had your time, you had your debut, you failed to step out into the spotlight. That's your fault. You know, like giddy up April, here we come. Let's get those spring flowers. You know, I know rain is a thing. Um, I'm nasally because my allergies, like how could it be like 30 degrees and the pollen is still pushing out? Like, can we figure things out here? <sighs> I know I've lived in New Jersey all my life and I, I'm talking about like stuff that you, it sounds like I don't know what I'm talking about because it's like, wait, you live in New Jersey all your life and you're surprised. No, I'm not surprised. I'm just I'm over it. We were joking around yesterday, but I don't know how, how much we were joking around about it. We're talking about like moving to North Carolina and I love North Carolina mainly because um, I remember my first time in North Carolina. It was weird because here in Jersey, like you see someone walking down the street or wherever you are and like, they, you, know, you oh, don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. And in North Carolina, it's like, hi, how are you? Good morning. And you're like, oh, hi, hi, <laughs> hi. It's kind of weird. You feel like out of culture. Um, when I was down the one time in North Carolina and there was like a light dusting, the entire state shut down. And I was like, wait, what? Like a little dusting, a little, little dust of dust. And it was like, you should get home. It's very dangerous. And I'm like, but it's just dusting outside. However, they have Bojangles. They have Krispy Kreme. They have cookout. They have, um, what's the other one? I think I mentioned it. Yeah. Bojangles. Yeah. But oh, I love Bojangles. And someone's like, didn't they have Bojangles here? Or they're supposedly, yeah, but there's like, I don't know. The sweet tea down in North Carolina just hits differently. So good. So good. And I feel like I occasionally use y'all. And maybe that's like the inner North Carolina in, in me kind of pushing out. Like, you know, it's like, hey, hey. <laughs> and they don't have like freezing cold weather. Like they'll have an occasional moment where it's like, what? What? But it's not like freezing cold here. The other thing is, I'm a big family person, right? Like I love my family and I don't know if I could just, you know, go like, I know my sister when years ago, she moved to Virginia and I don't know how she does it because 
even though like there's times, you know, you argue with your parents or you're kind of like me for me, even if I'm arguing, like, I don't, I need like right now they're like 35 minutes away to me. I remember I'm like, when I moved to where I moved, I'm like, Oh my God, they're so far away. Can you imagine if I moved to North Carolina, they're like eight and a half, nine hours away. Like that's a big difference. That's a full work day of traveling where like 35 minutes is the average commute to work, right? That's a luxury average commute of work. <laughs> so I don't know. I'd really have to think about it. Maybe when I get older, I don't know. The other thing too is there's things you have to think about. I have little kids and we have like our doctors are here. And I know it's like, well, you can get a new doctor. But like when you're with a specific doctor for a long period of time and you have like we have some medical issues here in the household, it's like you want to, you know, you have that walk into the doctor's office, your doctor knows, and it's like, they take care of you. So that's like the other thing. There's a lot of things you have to think about. And oh, <laughs> you have to get a job, right? You can't just move and be like, woo, free falling. Um, Cause we have kids and I'm not out of college and I'm not like trying to find myself. I found myself. I know what I'm about. And I'm <laughs> so yeah, that's, you know, that's 4.0 in life, right? Trying to figure yourself out. But what I, what I was thinking about was, one of the biggest topics on 4.0 in life, um, I got a message about this. Oh my God. Around Christmas time, I think it was. And I meant to speak about it and I kept putting it off. And I'm like, oh, it's in my, it's on my topic list because I have like this plethora of topics to talk about. And I finally, you know, crossed off the list and got to it. And the question was, how do you 4.0 your life when you feel like you and your significant other are complete opposites. So I didn't dig in deeper than that. Like, I feel like if the person wanted to disclose more information, they would have, and I'm not going to be like, so share more. Like if you want to share, you're going to share at face value. I, you know, so I'm going to take this from a couple different angles. So first of all, like, first off, when we say complete opposites, the first thing that pops in my mind is, oh, well, that's good. Because I'm going to be honest with you, like if you ever think about you and your best friend, you and your best met friend, I can't talk today, <laughs> very well might be very similar in the personalities, very similar in the things that in you do. So sometimes there's a lot of butting heads. There's a lot of disagreement. There's a lot of competitiveness, right? So if you're like type A personality, both friends, it's like, well, I'm going to make the decision or I'm the one who's in charge or I'm the one, you know, like there's that constant, like, even though you're friends, you could feel, you know, the, the stress every now and then when it comes to topics like that. So when I think about opposites, I think that in a sense of, complete opposites of face value, whether someone's more of an introvert versus an extrovert, or, you know, someone's really putting themselves out there where the other person's like, no, you, you take the spot. Like I'm good. I don't think, I don't see that being a problem. I feel like with 4.0 in your life and you are either meeting someone or you're, you know, with someone and you're married and, you know, you know, you're complete opposites. I don't think it could be a horrible thing except if you're like a complete OCD freak organized and they're just like sloppy. And now here's the thing. Here's how you're going to 4.0 your life. Maybe it's like you just started dating someone. So if you just start dating someone, obviously there's a little advantage, right? Because you can say from the get-go, hey, I see that you love to tornado throw your clothes around the house. 
And it looks like so much fun. It looks like you're having such a good time. Um, you know, especially in the morning when you're like diving into clothes piles, looking for that one specific thing that you didn't wash and it's been in the pile for like a month now and you just Febreze it and go out the door and you're so carefree and I love it, but <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> you have that advantage, right? Cause you just started dating someone. You can kind of set those boundaries, let them know who you are. So you have like the little advantage, like I said. However, if you're married to someone and you know that this is their trait and you still decide to proceed and live with them and then have kids and years later, you're like, oh my God, we're opposites. Well, okay. So again, oh, my wire, you, you, you kind of knew that about the person already, Right. And sometimes, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but this is not like this is being in a marriage, getting divorced. And the person was completely opposite for me when it came to that. Um, Cause I had like a laundry basket in every room. And for some reason that person couldn't find the laundry basket. They found the outside of the laundry basket. And then my husband, he's not messy, but he's, it's, you know, it's not something they think about all the time. And I remember always kind of getting stressed about things like this. And does the OCD in me still stress? Yes, but it's less stress because there's other things that I can stress about. So here's, here's how you're going to four point on your life, right? You can countless times remind them you can countless times doing that, but I'm going to be honest with you, right? Um, you have to figure out what, what is to the extreme, now, here's the thing. If you are constantly picking up like clothes or, or garbage or, you know, things like that, I feel like first and foremost, a four point in life, you have to voice, you have to say something, you have to say something like on sex in the city. When she first started dating or she got married, um, Charlotte to her husband and he would leave the tea bags like on the table. Like he was, first of all, wow, that would throw me for a loop too. Like he would dunk the tea bag into the water, you know, dunk, dunk, dunk. And then he would take it out and just bloop all over the house. That would drive me insane. A hundred percent agree. So Charlotte, she held back and then finally she just let loose. So you have to voice your opinion. If the person's not willing to change then, okay, so obviously if you're married to them, you have kids, it's not like you're gonna be like, fine, I'm not doing this. I mean, you can, but it's kind of extreme where you're at and depends the situation. Or you can modify life for them, if you will. Okay, so here's what, here's what I'm thinking. So let's say this individual with their clothes and in the bathroom, they're just like leaving it on the floor. And you're like, oh, I have to remind you all the time, man. Now, and I'm not saying you have to pick up for them. This is not your responsibility. You don't have to do that. Um, if you want to like take the evil route, you can just totally not wash their clothes and then they don't have any underwear and they're in trouble. Right. But if you want to modify life, if you have room in your bathroom, put a laundry basket. Right now, you're probably like, but wait, I don't want to put a laundry basket in the bathroom. And then it's another thing I have to carry to laundry room. Well, you don't. What you do is you put that laundry basket in the bathroom and you say, listen, I got this laundry basket. I want to make things easier for you. You know, I don't expect you to always go. And I know, listen, just go with it. Okay. I don't expect you to always put your clothes in the laundry basket downstairs. Like, oh, it's a task. Right. But the one thing I'm just going to ask is I'm going to make this easier for you. Can you just do me a favor? And then every Friday night or Saturday when we do laundry, can you just bring that basket to the laundry room for me? Thank you. 
So here's the thing. They're going to appreciate the fact that you went out of your way and you accommodated them. You modified it for them. You, you got them this basket, you put in the bathroom. So now when they shower, just throw the clothes in there. Right. And then you're just saying, Hey, as long as you can, you just help me out and bring that basket down. So then they're going to help you out. They're going to realize, you know what? Yeah, that's not a problem because to them, it's just one big basket that I'm going to carry down versus bringing every day my clothes down. So for them, it might be viewed like that. Like, Oh, every single day I have to do this, which I know, I know, I know as an adult, you're like, "Mm." but to them, it's like, yeah, one day a week. Sure. Like garbage, you know, on the weekend, put the garbage out. Sure. I've got it. But imagine if you had to put the garbage out every single night, like "Mm," could be like a task. I get it. I get it. So that's how I view in that standpoint. Again, if you're just dating someone, lay it out on the line, let them know how you feel. If you're in a relationship and it's something like that, just get it done. The other reason I I brought this up and I wanted to talk about this topic of how you foreplay your life when you find that you and your significant other, whether you're dating, whether you're married, whether you're cohabitators, whatever the case is, find yourself in a difference, an opposite. I, I tend to, and I know this, I learned more of this with my husband. Um, He brought light to me with brought light to the situation with me. And and for me, I'm like, I admit I'm stubborn and it's hard for me sometimes to always view things like this, but I get it. You know, I understand now. So I get that not everyone is as passionate (laughs) about life and things like I am. You know, I get that certain people, even though I say, but you should know it's the little things. Not everyone sees the little things like I do. So I understand we don't all feel the same way. We don't all Uh, express our opinions, our feelings. Some of us bottle them up. And even though I can say that's not good, don't bottle it up. Some people just bottle it up and I'm accepting that. That's fine. So one thing that I saw this weekend, which just like, you know, like it made me, it made me realize like, okay, okay, cool. I've got it noted. All right. I'm all about words of affirmation, little things, you know, you don't have to buy me a bunch of shoes and bags and clothes. And if you want to great, but you don't have to, because I, what I want is the, I love yous. How's your day? I missed you. You look beautiful. Um, you know, cause after having two kids, you're just like slump city and that's not everyone. You know, some people are like, I am a mother of two and I look like a model. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Great. You do you. Um, I'm almost there. Yeah. Five, four, not feeling like a model, but almost <laughs> just kidding. I'm good. Um, and then we were upstairs preparing for the party and, uh, my husband's cell phone was like, Bring! and I thought it was mine. And I look at like it, it appeared and he had a reminder that said, he's going to kill me. Oh, don't be mad at me, babe, if you're listening. Um, but it said, thanks and love, give thanks and love or, or something like thank Yeah. Thanks and love. And I knew what it was. I knew instantly what it was. And I was like, Oh man, he set a reminder for this. And most people would be like, you shouldn't have to set a reminder for thanks and love. No, no. You know what? We are busy people in this world. We don't stop. 
you know, and I, I think a lot of people, I agree with like Europeans are so different, you know, like here in the United States, we're like Americans, we're just like, go, 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 you know, work, work, work. We don't stop to breathe. <laughs> we don't stop to realize some of those smaller things in life. And I remember a while ago, just expressing my feelings to my husband and letting him know and you know, we should always be thankful for the things we have and, and, you know, the love and all this stuff. And I get it because there are times that I find myself in a fog and lately I have, I haven't been sleeping. My daughter is just tossing, turning teeth. Like she is, my son was, you know, like a six month old regression. And then when he was a year, but not this bad. So this is a little bit harder for me and I'm older now, you know, like four years later. And I'm just like, I'm tired. (laughs) So I do find myself, you know, catching myself, not like words of affirmation or like expressing love. And I, you know, I, I myself have to remind myself that, but I, when I saw it, I knew exactly what it was. And in, in my head, in that second, I'm like, you know what? Like, it's okay. If you're complete opposite, it's okay. If you're different, you don't always have to be like the other person. I think sometimes that's our issue in a relationship. And that's why I was kind of excited to talk about this. I feel like we expect so much our partners to be exactly like we are. And then when they are, it's like, no, no, you want someone to be different. You want someone that turns on the light in the, no, I was going to say turns light on the other room. And that's not where I was going. Like, (laughs) like in your brain. Okay. Like some of us are so artsy in the brain. So that artsy light is on in our brain. And some of us are really uh, musically inclined, but that's artsy again. So here I'm failing because I'm an artsy person. So I'm being a little biased here, but you know, everyone has these different qualities. Everyone has these different capabilities, these talents, and you want someone to spark that one side of the brain that you're not used to sparking. You know, it's like when you work out, right? If you continually to work out one part of your body over and over, over again, and then one day you decide to target a different muscle group, man, you're going to feel the burn. So that's what you want. You want someone that's going to indicate and show you that difference and then bring light to it to where you might be like, whoa. So for me, here's a good example. Six years ago, I was, my mom always baked cupcakes and baked. We always baked in our family and that was our thing. And six years ago, I remember, and I remember six years ago because my Facebook reminded me. So I'm thankful for Facebook for those reasons. I was doing uh, cupcakes and mason jars and stacking them. That was my favorite to do. I love them, like little mason jars, stacking the cupcakes. I always loved doing s'mores. I was doing sugar cookies and I always did the sugar cookie donut. I did red velvet cookies. Like that was my little side hustle. And it was just their family and friends, you know, nothing big. Because I was like, no, I don't know. Like, it's a lot of time, but I love doing it. And recently, that Facebook memory, so it was in early March, popped up. And I was like, oh, why why don't I do this anymore? You know, like, I have a lot of side hustles, I admit. And this is the last thing I need to add to my plate. (laughs) But I remembered. and, And, you know, my I always said, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not good at this. I can't do this. And my husband was like, what do you mean? Like, why don't you try? You know, it took me now when I say this, you're like, what? it took me 12 years to perfect this sugar cookie recipe. Here's why I only baked during Christmas time. That was it. Every Christmas I'd bake and I would change the recipe and you know, whatever. I finally landed it 
this past Christmas and it was perfect. And I'm like, this is it. This is it. This is the steps. This is the rotation. This is how we do this, this, that, the other. So I was like, why don't, you know, and he was just like, he's a chef and he, he's into the food and the flavoring and he can tell you all these things. So when I was like, oh, I did something wrong. He could tell me how to fix it. And I'm like, oh my God. And him being a complete opposite where I'm like doing podcasts, blogging, blogging, all these things, you know, the stand in front of people and talking, he would never do those things. He's opposite of that, but he is that spark to the other part of my brain. So when I saw that he just needed a reminder, like there's nothing wrong with that. I used to get mad. Like, why do you need a reminder? You should know. And it's not that he doesn't know. It's just that we're so busy. You know, there's so many things going on. There's so many things to do. I think about our weekends and how they fly by. Like today's Sunday. I don't know when you're listening to it, but today's Sunday. And I'm like, how? That this past week was the longest week of my life. Yes, we had a birthday party yesterday, but where did the weekend go? And I'm going to like chop this. Like I'm going to make this probably like a shorter than normal. I'm probably already talking the same amount of minutes podcast because I'm like, no, you know what? I'm going to go snuggle. I'm going to go watch a movie. I'm going to do nothing today. We did go to the farm this morning. So that was fun, but nothing. Well, I'm going to do laundry, but you know, you got to do laundry because you need clothes. <laughs> Even though I wear the same stuff every week because I'm, I have so many pairs of clothes, but i um, just not feeling them lately. You know, just not feeling them. But, you know, for those of you who are thinking about that, like, oh, this person is so opposite of me. Don't be afraid. And two, if you're just dating someone and it's, they're so different and you're like, oh, this isn't the norm. Okay. Try it. Try it. You never know when that one person you meet, even though completely opposite of you, is going to be the person that brings out something that you never knew that you loved, you could do yourself, that you've enjoyed. It's worth it, right? I don't know. That's what I think. I mean, you could date someone, you know, that you're used to, and that's fine. But there's a reason why you're not dating that person anymore. The last person you dated who was so much what you loved and what you thought you loved, there's a reason why you're not dating them anymore. So step outside of that comfort zone, embrace the difference, and just enjoy your day. <laughs> and with that, I am going to bid you adieu, my friends. Uh, Bridgerton, Jose, the new season is up and at it. Totally forgot about it. Getting on that, jumping on that. Can't wait to watch it. And other than that, um, we're zooming back on the blog, took a little uh, time out with pl uh, party planning and cooking making and doing some of the things I'm doing. Sorry. But, you know, for me too, the Instagram is always the place to be, right? I'll post pictures, uh, the Instagram reels. I'm having so much fun with that. And yeah, that's pretty much about it. All right. So my friends, make sure you head on over again to whatever platform you're listening to. Click those three dots, whether it's a follow, subscribe, so you never miss an episode every Sunday, 12 noon. And yeah, let's talk more next Sunday. <laughs> Bye, guys.